0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Inklings with Irina, the weekly energy show connecting you to your intuitive guidance system. And today, I wanna talk about the frustration that comes from feeling like you're not getting answered. When you put that question out there, you're searching for an answer and you're asking your angels and guides and inner self, your intuition, what should I do? What's my next best step? And you feel like crickets. If we haven't met yet, my name is Irina Miller. I'm an intuitive energy alchemist, and I've been guiding women for over two decades in how to speak the language of intuition, how to connect to their angels and their guides and sacred practices to continue developing their intuitive gifts. And today, what I've noticed, noticed this week really, is that the question around getting frustrated when you're looking for the answers. Now, a lot of people, when they come to work with me one-on-one, they're usually looking for an answer, whether it has to do with moving, they're in the moment of transition, maybe moving from one home to another. There's that question, they're searching for the answer, like, is this the best thing to do for my family right now? Is this town the best place to go? Why did that house fall through? Sometimes there's questions around transitions in career. Is it time to jump ship and leave the corporate world and find start my own business, my dream project. Maybe they're looking for answers in relationships, relationships with friends, with loved ones, with exes, and they're trying to find that answer of where does my heart belong right now? And this, these all can be interesting and challenging because we're very much invested in it. We have memories, maybe memories uh, that we made in a house where we used to live. Maybe memories from ancestral karma too, experiences when a family moved house too soon or they didn't move maybe experiences from the family with jobs, about not taking that opportunity, even though it seemed risky when it popped up. These are all things that we process. So what I've noticed this week is we take time, myself and my one-on-one clients, to go a little bit deeper and I start to read their energy field. I've really noticed that the crown chakra and the sixth chakra have kind of shut down because so much has been pulled inward in that inner reflection that it's hard to hear the guidance from angels and guides. There's been journaling and contemplation and talking about it and that gets us worked up into the point where it becomes difficult to hear outside guidance now things that you can do that can really help with this the first thing is to move your body the yogis knew that movement was imperative for being able to sit in meditation being able to sit for meditation that takes a lot of strength and a lot of flexibility and when i first heard that like almost 30 years ago i laughed i'm like really how hard is it to sit come on And, oh my gosh, right, little snot nosed kid that I was. You know, you sit there like even for two minutes and my hips are like ow 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 <laughs> My back was hurting, my shoulders. It's like, oh, okay, I get it now. <laughs> It takes a lot of flexibility to be able to have hips open enough to sit cross-legged and gosh, don't even get me started on trying to get into Lotus for a meditation. Um, And then it also takes a certain amount of strength. You need core strength to hold up your spine nice and tall while you sit. So seated meditations can be challenging, even if you're seated in a chair. So the movement helps cultivate, it's a discipline that cultivates strength flexibility, and focus. And that is a key piece to hearing guidance. When we are asking for the guidance, one of the first things that can trip us up is starting to spin round and round in our head, looking for that answer. And we keep looking in every single direction, but we're also in that space where it feels like, you know when like a car gets stuck in the mud and the wheels keep spinning and the mud is going everywhere? That's what can happen when we're working so hard and we're really pushing for that answer. Like, where's that guidance? Come on, come through. I can't hear it. I don't know it. And we keep going from spot to spot looking for it. Here's another interesting thing about that. I don't know if you've heard the story of looking for water and you'll have to let me know in the comments if you've heard this one. But it's all about someone who decided they wanted to dig a well in their backyard and they thought, okay, I'm going to go over to this spot because a neighbor of mine said it'd be a pretty good chance I'd find water over here. So the person digs down about two feet or so and they don't find water. I'm like, oh man, I thought for sure I'd find the water there. So then they go to the next little spot, like, you know, a couple feet over and they dig down again, two feet, no water. And they go to the next spot in the yard and they dig two feet and they go to the next spot and two feet, no water. Next thing you know, their whole backyard is filled with holes and there's no water. And so sad and and frustrated and feeling quite dejected, this person goes to their neighbor and says, I can't find the water in the backyard. I thought you, you knew that there was water back there. The neighbor said, yeah, of course there is. Back in that corner where I showed you. And the person said, no, I dug there. There was nothing. And the neighbor said, okay, well, how far did you dig down? And the guy said, two feet. And the neighbor said, it's two and a half feet down. (laughs) And that reminds me so often, it's a very popular story that's shared in spiritual traditions, that one, because we do, when we're looking for an answer, sometimes we'll we'll dig, dig, dig over here, and we don't find the answer. And then we'll dig, dig, dig over here. It's like we have this nervous energy. So if you simply move your body, it's like, don't worry about finding the answer. You asked your question, you put out your prayer request, Now move your body and get out of your own way. That moving can come from walking. It can come from yoga moves. Yes, most definitely cycling, swimming, anything, dancing, anything where you're moving your body. Coloring is a great thing because that's going to calm the mind too. That's a movement of the hand. You have that ability to simply Go from this totally internal focused state of spinning your wheels and spinning your wheels and spinning your wheels to softening of mindset and moving into what's called a beginner's mindset. You know, like all is possible. I'm going to just allow myself the time to have that patience, which comes from a strong discipline where you cultivate the ability to move your body and to get out of your own way. So let me know if you have a favorite style of meditation. There are so many styles out there, um, and I'm curious to know what you like, whether you like being seated for meditation or guided meditation or moving meditation. Um, I'd love to know. And thank you so much for joining me live today. Here's to connecting to your intuition and speaking this language. I'll catch you all on the flip side. Bye, guys.